0: Learn more at Marines.com.
1: We now present Manny Hill's Four Deep Thoughts on the Ride with Royce. Uh, this must mean it's Monday
2: because here's right. Manny Hill. All
3: right, boys. Let's get right to it. Thought number one. Down the
2: line. Fair right on the chalk line.
4: Andre scores. Grossman will be held. Another double for Eduardo Escobar.
3: Guys, you already know I love this kid. He's just I I love watching him hit. I love the fact that he's versatile and can play a bunch of different positions and uh did it again yesterday. He's just a double machine and I just love watching him play and love watching him hit. The other day he hit a triple. He could have stopped at second and had another double, but he, he hauled it over to third. He
1: does bust it out of the box, man. There's yeah. no doubt about it when he's going as he's talked about When he hits a ball, no matter where it is, he's thinking double. And if somebody does something a little bit wrong, he's on his way to second. And uh, I would recommend that uh, you find the little video that somebody sent out on Audra Martin when she asked him after the game (laughs) uh, about... Is doubles and he does the one of the great eye flutters worth it's worth a hollywood starlet <laughs> eye flutter that he, does he does the eye
3: flutter and then his eyebrows he does like the yeah, right. eyebrow <laughs> shaking deal it's, i'm sure it's great. he
1: entertains his three sons
4: with uh, that kind of here's stuff. here's what i'm worried about though because he's having such a good year and he's, he's gonna, gonna be a free he's gonna agent want more money well not not Damn. only that i pay him but are right. they gonna move him if they fall out of contention because no, they you don't no, think so they're
1: gonna move the second baseman probably
4: I don't know, though
1: these guys are different kind of thinkers. Because uh, I hope had, not, but, but I think he's your third baseman, is what I. Think. Yes, I think he's your third baseman for the next four or five years, and uh, with Joe, re, with Joe probably not being back, but Snow will be playing first base. So then you you have room for Polanco and Gordon anyway, because Dozier's not going to be back. So I, I think you, I, you know, there's there's no indication. That he's not going to stay at least this good. He's only twenty eight or something like that. 28 27, or 29, yeah. 27, 28. He's A switch hitter. There's no indication he's not going to stay at this level for a while. So they, they got to sign him and keep
3: him. I just think every team needs a player like him. He can play a bunch of different positions. Yeah. He's a switch hitter. He's hitting well. I just think he, what he brings to the table. I'm not saying he's. Not trying to overhype him as this big superstar or anything, but I think every good team, if you're gonna try and contend, you need a player like him Uh that can do a bunch of different things for you.
1: They are so much better in the field when he's playing third base than when Sano's playing first
3: base, third
1: base. So you gotta long term you gotta think this is my third baseman.
3: Yep. So all right. Thought number two. You were on another show earlier today, and we were talking about Blake Griffin, and you said, "quote I'll let you know once I coach him down the road." That was your so was that a little slip on yeah, your A little
4: part? bit of slip. A little slip t- <laughs> <laughs> But, Again, that's what he does very hey, well. Preparation. You that's know, what you I do. I, I try to do that. I'm prepared for it, but again, they have some great young players there with Andre, with Stanley Johnson, Reggie Jackson. Uh, so and
3: so, um, it's it's there. Dwayne Casey has uh, signed a five-year contract with the uh, Detroit Pistons. He's going to be their next mm-hmm. head coach. And the reason why I bring this up, good for Dwayne. Yes. The reason why I bring it up is uh, the team that fired him about oh, about a month or so ago, they still haven't hired they a coach yet. They still haven't yet. hired a coach. They still well, haven't they hired a coach yet. They were about 10 days away from the draft, and uh, the Raptors don't have a coach yet. And isn't the guy that Colangelo's wife was
1: ripping the the AD uh, the uh, general manager up there was yes. or whatever his name is? Yep. Uh, well, I, yeah, they. Uh, well, we knew we knew it wouldn't take long for Dwayne to get a job. I, right. If he didn't get a job this offseason, he'd be the first guy hired when somebody got fired next year. So, right. uh, Detroit's now, not a bad spot though. It's for not
3: him. a bad spot. He does have his work cut out for him i think just from the standpoint of he's got to figure out how drummond and blake griffin are going to play together on that front court but they're they're not a bad team
4: help me understand uh, the royce rules when it comes to taking cheap shots at the local uh, athletic teams can we rumor patino to take the toronto raptors job or is it just on the collegiate level only (laughs)
1: You know, I I haven't really. Uh, well, I guess pretty... that that first year when the rumors were hot and heavy, we we if if a baseball manager <laughs> right. got fired, we threw that out. <laughs> we've kind of backed off. Okay, but yeah, you could say uh, Well, maybe how about the old man?
4: Oh my God, that'd
1: be great! Oh, oh,
3: oh. The old man, Rick uh, Pitino, I, to I the Raptors. would be shocked if the old
1: man shows up with an NBA team. He
3: can't, he can't especially in Canada. Closer. Come on, let's sure, let's right. send him no, north.
1: None of those those laws that he broke don't apply right. up there. <laughs> they
3: like, don't apply can. north of the border. Yeah. <laughs> they let
1: you run all the hookers you want to in Canada. That's man. right, it's legal. <laughs> yeah. All
3: right, number three.
4: And Gonzalez is a strikeout victim for a second time. Got him. And there are two gone
3: in the sixth. The uh, Mets have uh, let go of Adrian Gonzalez. and uh, I guess Oh, he's, really? I didn't see that. Yeah, yeah. Last, yeah, right
4: after the game, wasn't it, yeah. basically, last he night? Because the
3: Sunday night game. He struck out three times last night against the Yankees on uh, Sunday night lost? baseball. They nine in a row, right? Nine in a row. Yeah. The Yankees, Mets. Yeah. Uh, he's in the last year of that big contract mm-hmm. that he signed. $21.5 million he's making this year. So, wow. Yeah. Um, and he's not much left. Yeah, not much left. I think he was only hitting the about 237. Somebody you know. had a
4: great stat. Every time he was traded since the Marlins drafted him first overall, they traded him for Ugi Urbina, yep. who closed in up. 03, yep. Every time a team has traded him away, they have won the World Series that following season, <laughs> clue, oh, with the I one exception the being the streak. well, with the one exception being the Dodgers last year who yeah, made it to Game Seven to the of the World, World, World Series. But I thought that was unbelievable.
1: In his day, he was a hitting son of a yes. gun. Oh, oh yes. man, he could hit slower than just <laughs> slow footed. Victor Martinez and him could have a
4: hundred yard. <laughs> we dash could use the hourglass six weeks.
1: <laughs> but man, he could hit. Mexico, right? Yes. It's very unusual. There aren't that many Mexican players. Mm-hmm. They're all playing soccer. The baseball lost that uh, war down there. All right. Number four. I said, I'm sure you're going to get many calls like this from whomever it might be. But I believe I have earned the opportunity to call those games. That afternoon, they were called to say, this was an easy choice for us. We want
3: you to take that job. That is uh, the voice of Doris Burke. That was her on uh, Real Sports with Brian Gumbel mm-hmm. a couple of months ago talking about uh, when she approached the ESPN NBA producers about being a color commentator for games. Well, Mike Breen, the lead play-by-play man for ESPN in the NBA Finals for the past decade plus, recently said that he believes that Doris Burke will be the lead analyst, lead color commentator one day. And my question is, the reason why I bring this up is, why not now? She's. A, I think she's. I think she'd be the best that they have. Why not? Why not now? I think she'd be better than Van Gundy and Mark Jackson. Better Mark than Jackson is Yeah, I, don't I know think about so. Van Gundy. I think Van Gundy's pretty good. I think he's 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 okay. My would they do my, the three person booth. Well, I think that'd be too many. Okay, I would mm-hmm. be fine with the with the Doris Burke, Van Gundy partnership with Breen on the play by play. What bothers me about Jackson and Van Gundy when they're together is now all they do is just complain about the officiating, and complain about yeah. the way the league's played today and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Analyze the game. Analyze the game. And you put Doris Burke there, she's going to analyze the game, and she's going to tell you what she sees. I think she's really good, and I think she deserves that opportunity. You know
1: what? Uh, that is not only a uh, a Manny deep thought, Reavers. Mm-hmm. Manny, that's not only a Manny deep thought, Reavers. That's not <laughs> only wow. really. That's a piping hot sports take. <laughs> a piping hot sports take right there. Fire Van Gundy, bring in Doris That's right. All right, we shall return. All right, there's a few uh, little notes I want to clear up here. Uh, first of all, I looked up at the at the uh, TV screen here, watching the College World Series game between Texas Tech and Duke, and I've decided... the cheap shot. I, no, I've decided I have a problem. I'm even rooting against Duke in baseball.
2: <laughs> for no reason. There's
1: absolutely no reason just for me to Duke. give a damn if Duke or Texas Tech wins a baseball game. But just because it's Duke. Because... It might make Krzyzewski feel bad. I I doubt if it does.
4: You know what this is? (laughs) Commitment. This (laughs) is is. commitment right here. I find myself
1: rooting against, you know, I'm I'm watching scores run across the softball scores, run across the thing, and when Duke loses, I'm happy. You know why this does not surprise me? me.
4: (laughs) You know why this does not surprise me? Wasn't Duke in a bowl game a couple of years ago? Were they in a bowl game? Oh, probably. They made, it, yeah. they made
3: the ACC championship game. Okay, maybe that's what I'm thinking like of. 2013 or Because I remember a
4: bowl game, and they might have even played against Johnny Manziel. Yeah. I think it was Duke. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: It was and Manziel's I remember you going, Go Johnny yeah,
4: yeah. football! <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah.
1: And David Cutlove's supposed to be a hell of a guy yeah. in a football coach. No, and I remember that. A good, I good I old, old, that, I good old, think old that former Tennessee been... offensive coordinator, David Cutlove, right? Oh.
3: Yeah. Rooting against Duke's baseball. Well, because I think that game, I think, Manziel led AM back for yeah, like a free yeah. touchdown a big deficit back, yes. or something hey, in that hey, game. Yeah.
1: Johnny, Johnny, hey, Johnny. By the way, Johnny, uh light it up for the Hamilton Tiger Cats. He's not their starting quarterback, but he's going to make the team up there.
3: Yeah. He, he will eventually a... be their starting quarterback, yeah, though, right? They I mean, got, they, they didn't bring him road, in to be a backup. No,
4: I wouldn't think so. Wasn't his debut like pretty rough, didn't he? He hasn't played yet. Oh, I mean, I fe- exhibition. oh that was an exhibition yeah. game. Okay. His last
1: exhibition was good. Yeah. Okay. So, anyway. Uh, that takes care, Johnny. Now uh, another uh, point I'd like to make. I just looked up there and it said ticket punched. The ticket, the teams that have had their ticket punched. When are we switching to ticket scanned? The modern America doesn't even know what a ticket punch is anymore. <laughs> yeah, we don't use I think those it's anymore. It's time these teams have their tickets scanned to the <laughs> to the College World Series instead of ticket punched. Yes, don't you we need we need to modernize. Yes, so. A modern guy like me, I don't, I, I don't even yeah, ticket scanned. Number three, yesterday I'm at the ball game sitting next to Lavelle E. the third, and go back to get a Diet Pepsi because they don't have Coke, the dirty dogs. <laughs> but uh, as I walk back, I hear this big cheer when I'm in there. Okay. And I look up the screen and don't see anything. Lavelle, one-handed, uh. Ball hit back into the... Come on! Side. First one he's ever caught in his life. Really? One wow. added, the crowd cheered. They went crazy. But it's an Albert Pujols ball. Albert. Foul ball. Albert Pujols could become, seven, eight years from now, the first unanimous...
4: Hall of Famer. Hall
1: of Famer. Because by then, the, the old idiots who won't vote for a first-year guy, and I'm not one of them, even though I'm an old idiot, will be gone... And people, and we're going to have a younger voting group that is probably, that could make Albert the first. Lavelle tosses it to some kid. What a dummy. What a dummy. Hey, it's Albert. Okay, if it's Jose Fernandez, the uh, 31-year-old infielder, throw it to a kid. I wouldn't, but,
4: uh, but... Albert Pujols ball. Keep the ball. Now I'm a little bit surprised. I, I'm sh- almost shocked that Lavelle didn't dive out of the way, but he stood in there and and grasped oh, it. He's now a hero for them. But he gave the kid ball to a kid. Sure.
1: You know when I got one a couple of years ago, uh, the damn near hit me in the head, and I ducked and came back and landed right in my lap. <laughs> they were all they all yelled to have us throw it to a kid. Okay, know? and I held it out like that and said, look oh this ball, you people. <laughs> About two innings later, I went down and gave it to a kid, but I wasn't good enough. No, you weren't going to give the crowd I the satisfaction. wasn't going to give the crowd the no, satisfaction no. of being intimidated into throwing the ball to some little brat.
4: Well, congratulations <laughs> to Lavelle. What Lavelle, a grab. nice
1: catch, but it was an Albert Poole's ball. He could pay for his retirement. Well, he, he'd probably get, you know, if Albert, when Albert's a Hall of favor,
4: you know, go down and, But would a foul ball in a meaningless regular season game hit by him bring That's still i can put it on my shelf and say that okay. i can fair find, enough you know when one of Lavelle's
1: illegitimate kids uh, comes to visit him, <laughs> he, can, he can say that, you know, look at the ball. We got it here, here son.
4: Here's the double pool ball, or something. Oh, you're going to yeah, hear about that one. Oh, yeah. Well,
1: <laughs> Lavelle and I had a little altercation over the weekend anyway no! on Twitter. Oh, no. Okay, oh, I, I bet, saw bet, this. The guy, right, yeah. guy from Illinois, they tweet out that they're going <laughs> to, Illinois, ready to approve. This is funny. Ready to... Ready to compete in Division One hockey this year? It says, and I of course tweet back and say, have "They said anything about uh, they said anything about uh, Division One football right. uh, this year? Whether they're going to participate in Division <laughs> One football?" And Lavelle uh, uh, responded in a uh, nas- nasty
4: fashion. I do love how that all of a sudden then becomes. Well, what about the gophers? Yeah, right. Well, what? It's a one line <laughs> joke,
3: you dummies. People yes. are unbelievable. That oh, mono. so sensitive. Yeah,
1: I had another one. Uh, oh, the uh, what? I had another one over the weekend that people wanted to start arguing with about. You know, it's just a little smart alecky line. Oh, the Russians thing. Oh, God. With Trump, you know, when I, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, he doesn't have to worry the with. The the Caps will come to the White House with all those Russians they'll feel like right at home. (laughs) Then I started getting roster breakdowns and all, you know, people are just morons. So anyway, the Twins uh, end up a 6-5 and homestand. Fun game yesterday. Fernando Rodney was starting to remind me of Eddie Gardotto in in 2002 (laughs) at Oakland when he walked the plank, you know. (laughs) But uh, the old thing... I'm not a big believer that closers shouldn't be used in the eighth inning or earlier, but when you've been closing as long as Fernando, your whole mindset is closing, getting the save. Mm-hmm. Right? Don't use them in non-save situations. They always end up making an adventure. Aggie was terrible in non-save situations. A lot of their Nathan, closers, was, Nathan, too. Nathan, Nathan yeah, was too. Nathan was terrible. Yeah. yeah, they want that number. They want that number. You know they mm-hmm. want to shoot. In, in his case, he wants to shoot the arrow. He can't shoot the arrow if it's not a save, and he ends up making it a, an adventure. But
4: uh, don't use him. I didn't get to see any of yesterday's contests because we were in a mighty battle with the Montgomery Mallards at the same time. But mm-hmm. uh, is the Cave Kid is he for real? Is this uh, is this going to last? Do you think? Ah uh, well. Will he go three for four with a home run every game? No, I don't know. No, but, but uh, I
1: guess I mean, is he. It, it doesn't. It, it it puts my guy Ryan Lamar in some trouble, I would think. I think so, too. Although cause... maybe they'll get rid of
4: Petit instead. Well, because the just... last time they brought him up, he hit a home run. Okay, yeah. i will take about... a look
1: at him now, I would think.
4: And, okay. Because uh, he's a switch hitter,
1: too. Yeah. But, you know, the Yankees thought he was a middling prospect, but then, you know, they got nine outfielders better than him, so. So they didn't keep him. But they might as well give him some at-bats. Because uh, they need as much
4: punch as they can in the, at the plate. Yes, right? yes no. they are.
1: Well, I got, uh, you know, as Manny was saying earlier, Escobar Escobar keeps it going, keeps playing great. The idea that this little son of a gun could end up being a acceptable four-hitter in the big leagues
2: is <laughs> it's just amazing. I think he was hitting
1: three. He's been hitting some three yesterday. He's been hitting three lately with mm-hmm. Maurer out of lineup because Rosario's hitting two. He's hitting three. But uh, they just the, the pitching is pretty dang How about Gibson? What is it, 12 oh, starts great. now? He was great 12, on Saturday. 12 starts without yeah. a win? He could have about six. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. They just
1: uh, won't, won't score. He's what, one in
3: one four, I think, is uh, the area three and a half. Starting
1: pitcher's okay. They're a little ahead of last year in attendance, I noticed. But uh, I wrote a piece about... I just went as over there and there are 100 games go and I wrote a blog about and they certainly haven't gotten as much heat as the Wolves have gotten the Wolves got even though they have two Wiggins instead of one mm-hmm. right <laughs> they got Buxton and Sunil right yeah. mm-hmm. and and I think it's an indication that they're just you know it's it's an indication of baseball status in general right now I think but it's also an indication that there's this team, part of, for when you've heard for four or five years that these guys are going to be the nucleus of your team, one's going to be the power, the other's going to be the speed, and they're both at this point uh, liabilities or not playing. I think the fans just say, yeah, the hell with it. This team's not going anywhere." Do you think, think without the, those? They, as much as we like Eddie Escobar. It's it's hard to sit around and boy saying Eddie can lead us to the right. promised land. You know, you had the two guys who were going to lead you to the promised land. You were sold that what turns out to be a bill of goods for five years, and the fact that it's not coming true has got a lot of people uh, saying, uh, they." I'm, I'm not. I don't like modern baseball anyway because the games take too long. And these two guys—they told me how great they were going to be. Out oh, the hell with it, I'm not even going to pay. Any do you attention.
4: think though there would be more heat applied to the Twins right now had they not made the wild card last year? Because I would think, think that would be a reason
1: be. to apply the heat. I would you think do. that'd be a reason to the because you had expectations,
4: right, going into this season. because yeah. you had none last year.
1: No, you yeah. had expectations, and then they are not being met. Uh, but I, I am surprised. I mean, the reason Wiggins is not turned into the player he should be in the opinion of uh, the public and uh, most of the media is because of Tibbs, right? Yes. Nobody's, the reason Buxton and Snow haven't, who are we blaming?
4: Buxton Ter- and Snow. Terry Ryan. Buxton and Snow. <laughs> Terry Ryan.
1: So it's it's,
4: it's kind of interesting. How did the big fella uh, take the, uh, the maneuver in the lineup, I guess? Did he, uh, is he, what's the early read on that? him getting dro- moved down. Dropped him? Yeah. I don't know. He might not have noticed.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> I,
1: uh, not a real cerebral approach to the game there. So, Anyway, it's, uh, man, is he huge. Oh, God, he's big when you see him out there. Really? He's just big. But he's got to be a first baseman. I mean, you, okay, Joe's coming back. He's going to play it the rest of the year. But next year, he's your first baseman or he's something. I don't know. We'll, uh, we'll be back and see what Johnny Hyde has to say for himself. Come on, Texas Tech, beat Duke, and I don't know why. <laughs> Before we get to Johnny Hyde here, yes, how, was,
4: how was that commute this morning, and how's she looking for this afternoon? Actually, it wasn't bad. I left.
1: Yeah, this morning wasn't a big deal. <laughs> no, no.
0: I, I left. Mine at, was good. You know what I think,
4: Kenny? In all honesty, coming up 35. No, it's it was
0: a, it was a lighter rush than mm. than usual. Well, not, so not only that, tomorrow but, is going to be the test.
4: But yeah. not only that, but because people know they can't get into downtown from 35, they can't get. Yeah. Uh huh. They take, they don't they don't so what I'm saying is thirty five north isn't isn't as bad
1: like I said, tomorrow will be the true test mm-hmm. right and what uh now, but going home tonight it's closed right basically mm-hmm. no Kenny, the but floor he, is yours wanna, <laughs> one, one, one <laughs> lane or
0: no, so no southbound thirty five w is open
1: oh okay, yeah, oh, what the hell then
4: My favorite, Pat, was about two weeks ago, some guy that got tied up downtown started just berating Kenny, thinking he worked for MnDOT. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Over the weekend, Pat, I'm just getting this hate mail. That's so great. And I'm like, dude, I'm a traffic reporter, and that didn't
0: slow him down at all. (laughs) I finally had to block the guy.
1: What is He's... I never forget sitting on the desk in the uh, in the various newspapers, having people call up and scream at us because something wasn't on television. I know! what the hell? I'm mad too, fella. I mean, come
2: on,
0: Johnny Hyde is here. Thanks, Patrick. This update sponsored by Napa Auto Parts. Napa Auto Parts has the expertise and parts you need to help you keep your car on the road, no matter how many miles it has. Quality parts, helpful people—that's Napa know-how. Twins off. They'll play the Tigers in Detroit tomorrow night. Joe Maurer heading out to Rochester for his rehab assignment. He'll DH I tomorrow. Believe they're on the road,
1: aren't they, Johnny? I yes. What did I say? Yeah. Yeah. To join the Rochesters, yes. But it's too bad they aren't at old home. Oh, Rochesters. I see. It's, it. it's too bad they aren't at home so they could draw some people, right? So <laughs> let me ask you something. Is, is he on the old rickety bus with the guys? Well, he, he's not he'll, riding the bus. He'll fly he goes into wherever they're playing. Yeah, he's going in. They, a that's limo. a is a flying league. They fly. Oh, okay. okay. For the most part, if you're playing Syracuse, you'll drive. You know, you ride the bus. So. He'll DH tomorrow, then play first
0: base on Wednesday if Still. everything goes okay. Could join him during this. Road Still, trip. Pat, I'm I'm picturing a DC three mm-hmm. tail <laughs> dragger. <laughs> Twins infielder Eduardo Escobar has been named American League Player yay! of the Week. Alrighty, yay.
2: yay.
1: Hey, 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 Eduardo He'll hit. Flutter his eyes over that one.
0: <laughs> he hit 462 with two home runs, six doubles, a triple, and had eight RBIs. He leads Major League Baseball with 26 doubles. He's sixth with a 568 slugging percentage. Uh, for the season, he's at 288, 12 home runs, 39 RBIs, and he has 39 extra
4: base hits. I already. think Six yesterday he was seventh
1: or eighth in the major leagues in slugging percentage.
3: Wow. Six doubles in a week. Gosh. So we
4: mentioned this in the three o'clock hour that he learned to speak English by watching the movie Top Gun and yes. Take My Breath Away is oh. his favorite song. Does, yeah. Is that his walk up music? No. no I don't I think so. Think so. God, that would be great yeah. if it was. <laughs> Or a Danger Zone. Oh, Danger Zone too. That'd be yeah, all right. Whatever songs were in that movie, those
1: were his favorites. He had a tape of that movie. He was very, very proud of it. Uh,
0: one other major league note uh, I mentioned only because it amused me to watch it. In the Oakland game yesterday, did you see this? Fella caught two fall balls on two successive pitches. Come well, on! Really? Tw- about 20 seconds apart. Small crowd, was it? No, not? he was, he was he, surrounded he by caught people. caught them, huh? They were both right at him. Mm-hmm. It was off to the right, uh, probably you know, 20 rows up from home plate. And uh, he, he was standing and cheering, stuck ball in his pocket. All of a sudden, 20 seconds later, boom, another one right wow. at him. Caught hmm. both of them. It was incredible. Uh, Saints at home tonight. They're playing the Fargo-Moorhead Redhawks
3: at CHS Field. Going back to that... Uh Guy in Oakland, did he give it? Did he give either ball to a kid?
0: Uh, not that I saw. Mm-hmm. He did not the first one for sure because he stuck that one in his pocket. Manny, mm-hmm. what I would do is I would show the kid the ball, oh, and, sure. then, and then I would throw it back That's out right. onto the field. <laughs> wow! <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, uh, go is, for, is this what you want, you little uh, bastard? This is how you learn life sucks, uh,
4: kid. <laughs> yeah, go
0: for his baseball team, as we know, I uh, had to win uh, in Corvallis, Oregon, to keep their season alive, but Oregon State defeated them over the weekend. Uh, so far, here's who's made it into the College World Series Washington, Mississippi State, North Carolina, and Oregon State. Now, uh, today, the last four spots being clinched, Texas did clinch a spot yes. by defeating Tennessee Tech. Five to two. Uh, did you see, by the way, Roger Clemens? Said, I'm rooting oh, against Texas just because
4: of this kid. Yeah. A, yeah. Gave the hook-em-horn sign to he's the a taunter. He's a taunter. Yeah. Mm. Uh, right I wonder there. if he's a juicer, too, like the old man. Mm. <laughs> the old man was uh, sitting right behind home plate
1: having a good old time.
0: Yeah, he had, I saw he must have a grandkid because he was holding a
3: little baby. So. Roger was in you know the, the booth the legend one of the games last week.
1: You know the legend is in his bedroom? This was. they had a. <laughs> Here we go. He had a big K up on. He loved the K because all the kids are named with the K. Yeah, the sure. Strikeout. Yeah. He had like a, the whole bedroom was dedicated to K's because uh, it was
4: what a goofball. Wow. Yeah. Could you uh, imagine being the wife of that guy? <laughs> wow. Man, after
1: all those steroids, she's probably. <laughs>
0: Uh, Texas Tech, <laughs> we'll move right along there. Texas Tech leads legend Duke. legend of what they do to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah sure. That's what I hear. Texas <laughs> Tech leads Duke 3-1 to one right now. What are you, uh, you talking, hangnail here? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, later today, Arkansas and South Carolina and Florida versus Auburn. Once all those games are done, we will have our entire field for the College World Series. Oh, was that Barnacle that uh, you had the statement from about Clemens, uh, Patrick? If you if you didn't have a ninety-eight mile an hour fastball, yeah, he, he'd be uh, sitting on his
1: porch, sitting on his yeah something, was sitting on his porch. I don't know what it was. Bru- brushing his one tooth or yeah, something. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. Thanks, Johnny. You bet. I have uh, several <laughs> observations on college baseball, having lot, watched a lot of it the last two or three weeks. Okay, umpiring horrendous, and their average age is me. They're all <laughs> they got all these old guys. There must have nobody wanting to umpire now. The the guy who had the plate for the Gophers game I was just going to say Saturday night he was younger, mm-hmm. but he was really sketchy and yeah. and he knew who was at like. The one thing I've noticed about college umpires, they always know who the home team is, uh, even in that situation. And mm-hmm. when you go on a road in the super regional, uh, you better be prepared that you're going to have to. The Gophers got beat fair and square by Oregon State, but the same pitches. Uh, the Frederickson kid got in trouble in the one inning when he struck a guy out and they didn't call it a strike because it was. You know they they know where they are. Those umpires in that one. The umpiring's horrendous. Two one thing I really like about the Gopher program uh from what I've seen is they don't act like idiots uh the this overreaction to every base hit a bunch of guys sitting there screaming and hollering and jumping around and and I mean they they celebrate they're happy for mm-hmm. their teammates but they act with some class and when they lose you don't have a bunch of guys pouting. Uh, insufferably if something goes wrong they all i saw the picture from washington walking off the plate last uh, off the mound after he blew a lead last, and washington ended up coming back and winning but it was and it was like you know this bay, it was just like he wanted everyone to know how upset he was and he's uh, the gophers don't do that they have a little bit of i think they enjoy playing and they don't act like complete morons.
3: I think that's a reflection of the head coach. Yeah, too, it is. It? I mean yeah. John
1: is, you know, John keeps the level. You know, they they have enthusiasm, but it's not this over the top nonsense that goes on. Three, way too much bunting. They're all <laughs> bunting crazy. And John's a crazy bunter too. I mean he bunts a lot too. They bunt way too often. They bunt five hitters when they generally want them to, they'd rather have this. They'd rather have a guy hitting a hundred points less, only needing a fly ball to score a run than yeah. the guy before. Let him hit a double. Well, that, and actually, they just are bunting crazy. And that's kind of surprising
3: crazy. to me too, Pat, because because they use aluminum bats in college baseball. Well, they're, that, they're, they're
1: the particle. They're not as bad as they used to be, but okay. yeah, yeah. But the same thing.
3: Yeah. You would think you would think with the ball kind of jumping off the bat. Yes. A little bit more in college yes. baseball than it is in the major leagues. It's you'd think they be, would be doing less bunting. That's kind of yeah. surprising. Oh, that they, they just let they all
1: crazy bunt. Four. Here's a part of the thing to back. Now Pat Casey has turned Oregon State into a national powerhouse, and it's mm-hmm. amazing because there's no other sport that you think Oregon State right except right. baseball. And he's a crusty old coach, and he's got great players. But they three number one, three first round draft choices. But he's the you see, you see so much of this from some of the guys in in college baseball too. The the coaches are the same way as the players. And these overreactions. If somebody doesn't get the butt down, he had a kid who was supposed to get the butt down. Get the didn't get the butt down, and he just sat there in the dugout shaking his head like, how could this guy do this to me? Mm. I have prepared him so you know yeah. he's got that. Coaches shaking the head. Uh, how could he do this to me? You know. Instead of, you know, I saw Anderson when a couple of bad things happened. You didn't see the, the. You, you can tell the difference between a a guy disappointed with the general result and a coach who's putting on the show that, wow, it, wow, I told mm-hmm. him to bunt and he couldn't bunt. And uh, how, how how could he fail me in this? It's point, like he was you know? personally
3: insulted. Yeah, yeah, that, that, yeah. That,
1: that I prepared him so well and he didn't get it, a bent down. That drives me crazy. It in did the college seem level. like
3: every time, and I'm probably exaggerating, but it did seem like every time a guy got on base for Oregon State that they were just pumping their fist oh, yeah. and just, you know, yes. putting, I mean, you there's, know poking their chest there's, out. Uh, and,
1: there, there's way too much of this. Now, yeah. softball, of course. Generally drives you nuts because of the constant din of screaming from both dugouts. Right, that's yes. part of the deal. But they're not—they're not as over the these. They're not as theatrical as these guys are. The baseball, college baseball, has got a serious theatrics problem, in my opinion. They just jump just around the too over the much, in the whole thing. It's listen, you're gonna beat. You're going to be there three hours and 15 minutes. Relax, okay? The The fact that somebody threw a strike in the third inning is not worth getting excited no, about.
4: And correct me if I'm wrong, but a lot of these teams, you know, we're watching, you know, whether it's the playoff, the Super Region, what what have you. Are they filling the stadiums like that for the re, for the, the regular season? Oh, because... Or just
1: stay by it because you're in Corvallis, you know, and there's it's a big okay. deal in town. Either that or you can go watch the football team, you know, <laughs> puke all over itself. <laughs>
4: What do you mean? They were favored against the golfers. They were favored against the golfers. PJ
1: uh, PJ proved he could beat a upset a a, A one and eleven team of a a powerful team that only gave up. The best part of that, I I shouldn't drift here, but now that you gave me a chance to have a cheap shot at uh, them, their only victory was over Portland State, Mm -hmm. which had five hundred and fifty yards against them, and Portland State went winless in the Big Sky.
4: <laughs> That's an accomplishment. But we beat him a road. That's right. Damn it. That's a road Yay, victory. Hey, Phil. That's Yay, our culture.
1: Phil. An upset victory. Way to go, Phil.
4: Could you imagine if he was a baseball coach? The oh, theatrics yeah. that would be involved. Yeah, I think uh, I think we'd have to
1: fold the space. That was an elite bump. <laughs> yes, yes. All right. We'll be back with a fantastic This Day in History. And then, oh, sorry. next hour, we're uh, loaded here, man. Uh, with uh, great guests on the Washington Caps and the U.S. Open.
2: Please, we'll be on the air. And now, this day in history. Patrick. All seems to be going smoothly when disaster strikes at 125 miles an hour. LaVey's Mercedes collides and blows up. Lastly seconds, death wipes out whole families. Lavey is killed before his wife's eyes, and some 70 spectators with him. Among the bodies, frantic survivors seek their friends. The Mercedes was made partly of magnesium alloy, which blazes like a furnace. Lance Macklin's Austin Healy, hit by the doomed car before it crashed, is wrecked, but miraculously Macklin is unhurt. While firemen fight the blaze, the race goes on. Most of the vast crowd know nothing of the tragedy. Marshals flag down drivers as they pass the Holocaust. Doctors, priests, uninjured survivors do their best, but 79 men, women, and children are dead or dying in the worst disaster in motor racing history.
1: Actually, wound up being 82 people killed in that uh, crash on this day in 1955, the 24 hour of Le Mans. Absolutely, if you see that video, it's amazing. Absolutely jammed in a crowd there and uh it is a race that went back to uh, 1923 and uh, it continues to be held every june although the 24 hour is not the uh the big race anymore it's a regular it's a regular race it's a 13 kilometer course that runs through the country roads uh, near le mans uh the winner is the racer anyway uh in uh, this pierre Lavat. If you watch the film, uh, he's, he's, he basically gets in a crash in the car. Those cars back then, man, they were fire pits, and it turns into a fireball, and he goes into the crowd, killed eighty-two people. And you know what happened? They finished the race.
4: You're kidding. They
1: finished the race. Wow. We had a little different ethnic ethic, not ethnic, right. ethic about racing back then and death and racing. They basically dragged the bodies out, delayed it, but the race continued going on because it was the 24-hour race, and they won. Grand Prix races in Germany and Switzerland scheduled for that lady later that year were canceled, and a complete ban on racing in Switzerland remains to this day. Both Spain and Mexico also temporarily banned motor racing following the 1955 Le Mans tragedy. Uh so uh look this thing up it's uh, there's some pretty good video on the uh, uh actually on the YouTube uh so uh, pretty good and uh another uh, great event occurred on this day in history June 11th 1986 a happier occasion Ferris Bueller's Day Off was released oh, on that this was, day in yes. 1986 uh, probably of all the teen comedies directed by John Hughes, number
4: one. That was, that was his say. best. And Absolutely that was by, his best. By far
1: his best. Who's the guy who played the uh, principal?
4: Who got oh, bit by uh, the dog? God, he was a good bad. Edward guy. R. Murray was his name in the movie. And I can't think of his name in real life, but he was a great. Yeah, he, he was, was a great foil. Somebody will tweet
2: us the name.
1: And the girl and the sister was Jennifer Grey, right? Yes, it was. Mm-hmm. Before she got the j- nose job that ruined her looks.